Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au And a cheery hello and welcome yes. to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. Lovely to have your company, Kevin. On this sunny, sunny day. Well, it's... In it's, lockdown. It's census day. So are you over the age of 20? Oh, honestly. Could, could the government <sighs> give us more... Did you tell them how many people are in this house? Oh, could, the, could the government give us more silly forms to fill in? <laughs> Your religion? Uh, all, all I, well, Your I, political persuasion? I'll be honest and say I haven't looked at it yet, but I have to have it done in about the next 30 minutes. Oh, so. on. Get on with it, Kevin. Well, let's, uh, because we have a terrific show coming up today, as always. And I just, before we get to, into talking about uh, this week's guest, mm. can I just say, Chris Sebastian, thank you so much for doing yes. the video and uh, and showing people uh, your prowess in the kitchen uh, on, on the Facebook uh, page and on Instagram and on Twitter and everything. You can see the video that, uh, that Chris did with him actually cooking it all up He's an absolute uh, champion, the eight-hour slow-cooked pork shoulder. Would love to know if you gave it a crack because I'm certainly planning to give it a crack uh, down the track. Just waiting for the Uber driver to arrive, Chris, with uh, with, with it at the Did front door. Did you see it? He said it now? was uh, fall off the, the uh, bone and it just uh, broke apart, melting your mouth pork. His single is Wasted On Me. Check it out. You can download it and stream it. And once again, thanks to Chris. Thank you, Chris. Terrific. Our guest this week is a lady... Uh, who's a dual sports person, uh, plays uh, for Richmond in the AFLW, for the Southside Flyers in the WNBL, um, is a premiership player, has won best and fairest awards. In fact, she's won three best and fairest yes. awards at two different clubs, was a rookie of the year in the basketball, has represented Australia and won a gold medal for Australia in a world championship in basketball, uh, and her name is Monique Conti. Amazeball. She's a star. Absolutely. And a I believe her mum is a star in the chicken schnitzel department. We'll find out more. <laughs> We're going to find out all about that shortly. But a reminder about our very good friends at Cheese Links. Janet's back from Darwin. Mm. We've been spending some time in the sun. Bit of uh, cheese on your chicken schnitter. Sorry, that's not even related, but I did see that uh, that uh, Janet and uh, Hutchie were uh, touring around the top end. They are, and they're back, and they're ready to take your call now. Yes. With your kind donation, uh, no, <laughs> 52821984, All the regular, uh, you know, social media platforms, so cheeselinks.com.au is the website. There's never been a better time to pig out on cheese or make your own. Farsh's Day is coming up. Mm, Farsha. Farsha's Day. <laughs> is that Austin Powers? Yes, it's Austin Powers, <laughs> the Farsha. Uh, so uh, play, give, do something good for Dad. Get him in the kitchen. Get him making cheese. You'll love yep. it. And don't forget the yogurt makers too. Uh, you can customise it to uh, have Dad whatever kind like, of – Oh, well, no, we Dad do. Dad don't like yogurt. Like a big dollop on no. your muesli in the morning, yes. No. Stop it. Yogurt's got culture. We don't want culture. We want cheese. <laughs> there's not much culture in this house, there's I can not. tell you that. We, But there's lots of cheese and we want cheese. <laughs> Cheeselinks.com.au. All right, uh, we've got a, a terrific food poll coming up at yeah. the end as well. But let's get to our guest for this week, Jewel Sports star, Jewel. Monique Conti. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheeselinks, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Thanks for joining us. Uh, how are you going at the moment? Yeah, I'm going well. Obviously, another lockdown. Leading track. Um, <laughs> we all are. Yeah, so not enjoying the lockdown, but um, other than that, yeah, everything's going well. What have yeah. some of the impacts of lockdown uh, been on you, Monique? I mean, we're all a bit worn down by it, but um, has a side effect of that been, have you been eating more and cooking more? Um, 
definitely cooking more. I wouldn't say eating more because <laughs> there's not really much to do, so you're not getting as hungry, right? Yeah. Um, but no, definitely just um, trying to find something to do all the time that's legal um, <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah, but I just get really bored really quickly, so that's probably been something that's been quite annoying, but, you know, we've done it before, so it's nothing new to us. Is the kitchen your happy place? No. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. I've never been much of a cooker, but, you know, because of sport and everything like that, you've got to learn to cook your own food and eat it healthy. But credit to my mum. She's a really good cook and I love her cooking a lot. And if you know me well, you know that. I love my mum's chicken schnitzel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, so you, you mentioned how much, I mean, uh, being the kind of uh, athlete that you are and you're a high-performance, high-energy athlete, do, do you eat a lot under normal circumstances when you're, you know, in full training, in, in full tilt? Yeah, I'm definitely personally a big eater. Um, when you're doing a lot of training, I think when I was playing WNBL as well and AFLW pre-season, it was a training in the morning for like two and a half hours and then you go to the gym for a couple of hours. And then I'd go home and then I'd have evening training with football. So you could imagine how hungry I'd be. So I'd have to have breakfast, snack at training with the fruit and stuff, and then go to gym, have your protein, um, have a bit of lunch as well, and then go home and probably have something else because I'm hungry. <laughs> and then um, a pre, uh, pre-training snack and then some dinner as well. So you could imagine um, all the food I'd be eating. But, yeah, I needed it to fuel my body, so... Well, it's, a, it's funny, the last couple of guests we've had on this podcast have mentioned their chicken schnitzel prowess. Now, what's so special about your mum's chicken schnitzel? Um, I don't know. I think everyone that tries it just thinks, mm, like, wow. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm just, I've been used to it forever. But I think there's just something she puts in her crumbs that's um, so different. Yeah, it's a secret. I can't say. And she makes it with love, obviously. Yeah, look, I'll be honest, I'm not sure what she just does it. <laughs> you just, but, yeah, sometimes it's better car. not to know, you know that, don't you? Sometimes it's much yeah, better absolutely. not to know. Yeah, I'm with you. yeah, whatever she's doing is she's doing it right, so well, I'm not going to question it. Eventually it'll get passed down, you know, as these things do from generation to generation. Has she got a special little cookbook that she has handy when she does these things or is it all in her head? No, mum does it all in her head. Um, she has a really good uh, pasta sauce as well that she just nails and she just, throws things in the pot, but she just does it. She just does what she did last time, really, because it tastes good. So, yeah, it's all in her head. <laughs> hey, Monique, we're in the, the coffee capital of Australia. Are you a coffee drinker? I definitely am. I never used to be, but when I, I think I was, probably was about like a few years ago now, I started off with the, the mockers, you know, a bit of chocolate in there. Mm. Um, hated it, thought it was disgusting. For some reason, I hate the coffee froth, but... <laughs> Um, I think I just grew up and then I just decided, you know, I'm going to like coffee. Then I slowly, you know, started with like five sugars and then turned it down a bit (laughs) to get away the coffee taste. But yeah, now I'm definitely a coffee drinker. It's just more of a routine thing for me though, getting up and then grabbing a coffee. So it's not like you need the the caffeine to get through the day? No, I don't need the caffeine, but um, no, I think it's all mental, really. To get your coffee, you feel better. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, what about yeah. you? Mentioned you mentioned sugaring the coffee. Do you have a sweet tooth? Are you one of those who likes the lollies or the biscuits or the cakes? Oh, I have such a big sweet tooth. <laughs> I don't know where I get it from, but I think it's my dad. We just love. I just love chocolate. <laughs> like I've just 
got this thing for chocolate and lollies, really anything. Yeah, I probably eat some chocolate every day. Obviously, you know, within reason, but yeah, love my chocolate. My favourite is the, you know, the old time out. Yeah, they're lovely. Yeah, but now that so good. Now they're called World Breakaway. So I've changed it, but it's the exact same. I'm so happy that they're still there. So um, right, I hadn't realised they'd uh, killed off the old time out name. Yeah, they got rid of that and they've changed the packaging so it looks like a twirl but it says breakaway and I just am obsessed with it. Has, so it yum. has it gone the way of every other chocolate in the universe where they've, they've changed the name and shrunk it down at the same time? <laughs> oh, I haven't even thought about that. But they, you know what? They do have the um, share pack, which is what I go for. It's just uh. a lot longer but, yeah, there's more of it but, you know, I don't share it. So, Monique, if you were to, in lockdown, have your ultimate sort of pig-out sweet feast there on the coffee table, apart from, you know, the, the breakaways, what else would you have in your uh, your sweet selection? I do love a good caramello in the block. I'd, I prefer <laughs> yeah. it in the block but not in the little um, koala things. <laughs> um, I'm a little fussy too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they're a bit naff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love clinkers. Oh, yeah. Young. Yep. Um, I love good, you know, the new sour frogs from Allen's? Oh, yeah, yeah. Red frogs, the sour ones, yep. yum. I would definitely have those. They're probably like a bit of a share pack for myself. <laughs> oh, I love dark chocolate, um, mm. some lint dark chocolate, probably 70% dark. Oh, that's almost that bitter, be, isn't it? <laughs> almost, almost, but not too bitter. It's a bit of a mild, yeah, mild dark. Um, they're probably my go-tos that I can think of still in my head. That's a pretty good selection. I'd be pretty happy with yeah, that. Yeah, I think I think I'll be content with that. It's probably a bit much anyway. So, yeah. How um how much longer are you want to continue to be a dual sports person? Is that something that you can see yourself being able to do for for a few years still yet, or is there going to come a time where you're going to have to make a decision between one or the other? I've been asked that question quite a few times recently. Actually, I guess with being a dual athlete, it comes with you know making a decision along the way, but not giving up both, uh, one of the sports is always, I guess, coming back to both or coming back to one and all that sort of stuff. I've been a dual athlete professionally for, I think, four years. Yep, off the top of my head, four years. But yep. I've been struggling it my whole life, so it's just nothing new to, new to me. So I do plan on continually doing it. I think this season I'm going to probably focus on my footy a little bit more and see what I can do with an actual preseason. I used to just, you know, go out there with one week of preseason and just see what I could do. So yeah, I think this time I'm going to knuckle down and try with my footy. But I also am not giving up my basketball dreams. I want to represent my country one day. I want to potentially play overseas as well because you know basketball takes you around the world. So I don't want to give that up, and I do yeah. love the game. But at the same time, I love where um, AFLW is going. I love the platform it's on and how much bigger and better it's getting, and I don't want to miss out on that either. So um, Richmond are going a long way, and we're only at the beginning of our journey, and I want to be a big part of that as well. So I'm going to try and focus on that for a little bit and see what happens. But, yeah, at the same time, I'm not sure if I'm just going with the flow for now. Paris is the next stop on the uh, Olympic uh, sort of uh, train. Mm. Are you hoping to be part of the Opals for that in four years' time, three years' time? Mm. Oh, is it three years? Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I did have it in my sights and, you know, three years is actually a long time if you think about it. That's another three basketball seasons plus another three of the off seasons and, you know, anything can happen. So it's in my sights, but 
at the same time, like I said before, just going to go with the flow and, and see where my football takes me for the next season. And then I'll, you know, regather myself and decide what and map out the next year after that. So potentially, I don't know. Yeah. Monique, do you enjoy the uh, the profile and the recognition that comes with being um, a, a high-profile athlete? Yeah, I love it. I'm not one to really shy away from, I guess, cameras and everything like that or like some social media stuff so I love um I love a bit of that and I also love the impact that I've um, had on some young people as well I get a lot of like young 12 year old girls um, messaging me and asking me for a little bit of advice and, and sometimes we get mothers messaging me to give advice to the young girls so mm. you know I really appreciate that and I starting to figure out the impact I have on the um younger kids coming through and I've got a, I get a lot of people saying you know, I play footy and basketball too and all that sort of stuff, but I just love it. Um, I don't think kids should have to choose one sport growing up, so I think I've got a little bit of an impact on some people and that's all I can really ask for. And hopefully I can continue to rub off on some people as well, mm. uh, youngest, yep. the younger generation. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk in, in sport about concussion and all those things. Uh, women's sport hasn't really uh, as yet looked at a, a lot of the ramifications of what happens to female bodies in contact sport. You've sort of uh, been a little bit of a champion in that area too with an organisation you're doing some work for. Yeah, concussion's a big one. I think you've got to trust the people that are doing all the research behind it and not really question that because at the end of the day, they're experts and they're um, you know, in their fields and we have to respect that and, and follow the rules. But yeah, obviously with basketball and AFL there's a lot of contact and I've recently been working with Boob Armour and yeah they're an organization that have developed uh, I guess sort of equipment that protects the, um, the breast. I think they just thought you know there's not a lot of talk around breast in female sport and how important it is to protect them when you get hit there it hurts most girls and, and I can speak for that as well so when you're out there on the field the more protection you have the better and I think like I said before it hasn't really been a talking point so working with boob armor, it's really been good to put it out there and show that protecting your boobs is not something to shy away from. It's something mm. that we should bring up in conversation. We should talk about. It should be normal. And it's really good to see that a lot of community sports are getting on board as well and trying the boob armor product. And it works. Um, you just slide it in your sports bra and to get hit, you don't feel it. It's a bit of protection. So, yeah. Really when Sorry. you um when you do get a, a knock to the breast, you you can uh, sustain um, some tissue damage and lumps can form, and it can have all sorts of impact. In it might uh, have an impact on uh, on breast screens that you have done, and it seems such a simple thing. I mean, we we have uh, shin guards in sport, we have mouth guards in yeah. sport, so why wouldn't you have mm-hmm. a um some kind of um, breast protection? Yeah, like you said. They can actually cause some long-term damage as well. And if you think about it, if you've got a young girl that started playing football or any contact sport, that honestly any sport, you could imagine like over time the constant effect that would have, like to be constantly getting hit in the boobs and all that sort of stuff. So I think if you start young and if you get the girls to give it a go earlier on, it's probably going to reduce the amount of injuries that take place to the breast anyway. So... Um, definitely something that we should talk about. Like you said, there's mouth guards, so why not? You know, for cricketers, there's the um, protection down there, so why shouldn't we yep. be protecting our boobs, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same as the cricket yeah. box. That we, the, the box, that's yeah, the word I was thinking. The box, that's it. I have no <laughs> idea what So I'll just it. jump in there and help you with the, uh, the uh, oh, technical uh, equipment there, girls. Uh. Um, <laughs> 
Um, so, yes. what, so what are you doing at the moment? Are you you because you're kind of in that limbo of uh, the two seasons, uh, having a little bit of a break. Are you giving your body a rest? I guess we're forced to have a break right now because of lockdown. But yeah. no rest for me at the moment. We're currently in NBL one, which is just that winter the winter league yep. there, and that goes until August um, with the finals. And then, yeah, obviously preparing for pre-season coming up. So got a lot of um, running programs, some gym programs to do um, in the meantime, waiting for, I think, pre-seasons in six weeks. So getting prepared for that because, you know, you want to keep the ground running. You don't want to just start from scratch leading into that. So, yeah, so currently playing basketball and doing a lot of um, running after that. Yeah. Um, now, if you were to have a dinner party <laughs> at your house, you get your mum to cook your schnitzels, who would you invite? Who would be on your guest list if you could invite anybody you can think of, dead or alive? Who would you have? Well, I always dread that question. Yeah, um, I'm not one to make decisions. The top. Um, <laughs> probably Kobe. Kobe will be there. Um, Zac Efron because he's a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> right. And probably Paddy Mills because he's my idol. Yep. Yeah. Is it only three? You can have – well, three is a nice intimate number. Yeah. I think that will probably work well. <laughs> Yeah, normally it's three, so I, I think three is a good number. And then there nobody <laughs> nobody hogs the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and exactly. your mum doesn't have to do that much cooking. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a good selection. Hey, Monique, uh, thank yeah. you so much for joining us on the Food Bites podcast. We really appreciate it and uh, good luck for the future. And, uh, you know, let's hope that, uh, that Olympic dream comes uh, true one day and uh, continued success with the Richmond Footy Club. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for having me. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au uh, We're going to see a lot more of that lady and probably in Paris in 2024 representing Australia in the basketball area. Would not be at all surprised. How incredible to be uh, that uh, talented at two uh Different sports yeah. at such an elite level. And at the age of 21 with all that uh, in front of her. Wow. Uh, it's amazing. So thanks, Monique, for uh, for being on the program. Now it's time for... Friday Food Poll. Yes. And when we're in lockdown, or if you're not in lockdown, doesn't matter, you still need cake. When are we not in lockdown? <laughs> Let them eat cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what kind of cake? Well, the choice we've got this week is between two magnificent, moist varieties oh, of I cake. Love them. I love them both. <laughs> Banana. Yeah, love banana and oh. uh, carrot cake. Oh. I rec- well, I reckon I know where you'd ed- edge toward, but you can. the great thing about them is you can put that beautiful cream cheese frosting on either of them and it goes perfectly. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm just, I must admit, I'll, I'll fess up, I, I'm just a little banana. Just, you, just you are? <laughs> 50, 51 to 49 for me. What, the banana gets over banana just slightly? The banana gets over the carrot, Okay, yeah. I would have thought yeah. you went the other way. No, just, just the banana, just. Yeah, I like a bit of walnuts in both of them just. too. Anyway. Oh, that'll come up. Yeah. All right. Rosie Walton, 100% carrot. Mm-hmm. Alan, banana. Stuart, carrot. Mervyn Hughes, <laughs> banana, nana. Banana, nana. Banana, Tom says definitely carrot cake. No walnuts, please. Mm. <sighs> James Royce, carrot cake. Moist and icing. <laughs> <laughs> Some people hate that word moist. Yes, they do. Adam says, oh, it's a draw. Brian Martin, banana. Gus Wallen, carrot. Rob Westwood, hey, carrot, please. Can I pick it up? What time? We have been recently exchanging food items. Yes, uh, it's the black market of food <laughs> items. Uh, Anne Lee says banana cake. Sylvana says carrot cake. I don't like uh-huh. bananas. Uh, Rosalind says carrot. Susan says both for mm. me. Vicky says depending on my mood. 
and we don't know what a mood <laughs> is, so it could be either. Uh, Leonie says, hard to beat a good carrot cake. Yep. Muriel says, look, I can't choose. Love them both. Maybe carrot cake for the yeah. frosting. Michelle says, banana cake. Carrots don't belong in cake. <gasps> Uh, to which uh, Glenn replies, and neither do bananas. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kim says, I'll have a slice of both, thank you. Jan says, me too. And Fran says, both here as well. Davin, Nicola says, both please. I just can't separate them with a thick layer of icing too. Absolutely. Mm. Annie, carrot cake for sure. Deb says, both. Kerry says, I'll eat whichever one has the most Philly cheese icing on it. Yep. Artie Stevens, now, I rather love both. Uh, so, oh. It's uh, actually, it's <laughs> no, I'd rather like the, rather than love both. Oh, have, I see. When I cut and pasted that, it must have not come up. No, properly. no, that's just me being a really crap newsreader. <laughs> so that's enough for, for Artie. Yep. Um, Kathy uh, Vicious says, tough decision, but banana cake is the winner for her. Uh, Glenn, carrot cake for me, Paddo, but he does like them both. Robin, carrot cake, Vivian, feel free to whip these up, <laughs> Greg. Thank you. We're getting orders taken yeah. now on the food bowl. Andy Blake, carrot cake, Helen, banana, Mark, banana, please. All right, Sharon says, uh, for me too, banana. Uh, Paul says carrot, but it's only because it rhymes with his name. Uh, Robin says banana, mm. easy, uh, both for Joylene, yummy. Uh, Terry says sultana. Uh, no? no, okay, then I guess I'm not really fussed on either of them. Thank you, Terry Daniel. Uh, Karen Young says uh, carrot cake. Stephen says uh, both, please. Sue says carrot. Uh, Tiana says carrot. Tina. Tina. Is it? Yes. Oh, it is, Tina. Okay. <laughs> Neither of us can Neither read Neither of us have proofread these at all. Uh, Deb says no, both. Carol says both. Gerda says both. Michelle says both. See, Jackie, it's turning. both. The voting's turning. Mark says both and lots, please. Groundhog Day. Caroline, carrot, Sue, pass on both. Thanks. Controversial. So both is becoming a bit yeah. of a uh, bit of a theme there. Up until we get to this one where Wayne says neither. Oh. They are both <laughs> evil and should not be forced upon anyone who loves the culinary arts. Carrots are a great vegetable, except when they're incorporated into the cake realm of the food group. No. Oh. They do not belong there. Their place is next to something succulently roasted, a piece oh. of dead something on a Sunday <laughs> lunchtime. Well, maybe it's a good idea if you like broccoli cheesecake. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Bananas are even worse. Uh, <laughs> bananas are a horrible, squishy crescent of vileness. There's oh. a coffee cup. There it is. <laughs> that, that leaves you, and, I, and I've edited that, that, that leaves you with a mouth texture that makes you feel like you've been eating a bucket of wallpaper paste. <laughs> but even worse than banana cake is banana bread. Oh. Bread is a wholesome, life-giving staple of humanity. Putting the yellow demon in it is a game breaker, though. If Jesus did the whole loaves and fishes thing with banana bread, the downtrodden he was trying to save would have become pescatarians <laughs> or or just told him to nick off. Um, please try harder next week to find something people with functioning taste buds would enjoy. <laughs> Will do, Wayne. Thanks, Thank thanks you. for the slap at the end there, Wayne. I think that slap's directed at me, but that's quite okay. Now you can see the voting, uh, the voting yeah. did change as we got towards the end and 
both actually is uh, oh, the mathematical ball. the mathematical winner of this one is Beautiful. both. You know what? My mum used to make, probably still does make a lovely uh, banana cake. And I she remember does. my my dad used to have a bit of a ditty and he'd sing. And uh, when he, she served up her banana cake and he'd sit there at the table and he'd say, I like bananas because they have no bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the same father. This is the same father. He used to take you, me to the TAB. Exactly. I was just going to bring that up. There's a there's a blog on the Food Bites um, <laughs> Facebook page at the moment that Sarah's written about going yeah. to the TAB with a dad on a Saturday and getting a white night in the in the Saturday paper. That's in the right. Yeah. And it's those childhood memories of mm. uh, of you know that you have sparked by I guess you folks. Uh, mine was a double sauce in the back of the. Uh, I love that. Of the Valiant because that's where dad when dad went to the front bar to have a couple of pots after, on his way home from Saturday afternoon work, we'd sit in the back of the car and get a double sausage. So, so I'm sure it's a wife food. and the kids in the Valiant while he goes yep. to the front bar. Oh, Mil- I love it. Yeah. Mildred in the front having a shandy and uh, Paul and myself, my brother in the back having a double <laughs> sauce. So have a read of that and uh, if you've got, you want to make a contribution, please do it and we'll talk about yeah. it on the next podcast. Nothing like, you know, the days of, you know, passive smoking in the TAB and uh, – I don't know, I guess basting yourself in baby oil and then getting burnt in the sunshine. Those days are long gone. Oh, those were the days. What do you do these days, though? Stay in your kitchen in a nice, healthy environment and make cheese. Yes. Cheeselinks.com.au. Give Janet a call, 52821984. Ask her how the weather is in Darwin and then pull the phone out about a mile away from you. (laughs) Uh, Now, give Janet a call. She'll look after you. And Father's Day is not far away, speaking of that. Get yourself a bit of culture because God knows we need some around here. Absolutely. We'll try and find some between now and our next program we look forward to talking to you then thanks for listening to food bites check out our facebook page and twitter for recipes tips and all the latest news that's food bites with sarah patterson and kevin hillier brought to you by cheese links bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen all you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au